0: Hey there! Uh, welcome another episode of Have You Heard This? I'm your host, Craig. Andrew's on the other line here. Hey, Craig. Hey, Andrew. Um, so, this week we want to talk about a band that, I guess it's fair to say, neither of us are, like, massive fans. But we're talking about Los Campesinos, uh, and there's an exclamation point at the end of that band title. Very important to remember that. Uh, in fact, this band has a weird habit of, if you're in the band your name like on all their promotional materials and websites is like Tom Campesinos exclamation point or (laughs) Gareth Campesinos exclamation point. So they, they all adopt the last name Campesinos for the duration of the time they're in the band, which I think even knowing that little fact about them kind of is a little window into the goofiness and strangeness of this band. And I heard about them through Andrew, uh, which is not to say that Andrew's a huge fan. I don't think either of us are like massive fans, but we both are interested in them. And they put out a new album um, just last month, I think like mid, late February. It's their sixth studio album called Six Scenes. So it seemed a good occasion to dive in, talk a little about Los Campesinos, um, and the way they are this kind of hybrid of a bunch of musical styles that Andrew and I both like and where they kind of fall in that spectrum and how we feel about this new album. Um, you want to say anything about how you came to this band, Andrew? I mean, you, you mentioned them to me, I think kind of in passing because you thought I would like them because of the word play of their lyrics, but I don't know how you first heard about them.
1: Yeah. So I had a friend, um, in Chicago who really loved them, was totally on board, one of his top three bands of all time. And he, uh, out of the blue, uh, texted me and said, Hey, there's a, this band, uh, they're playing Come and Maybe we can get tickets. We're outside of uh this um, venue in Chicago. I don't have a ticket. But um so we're like asking people for tickets and this guy like I'm pretty sure he was on on meth or something. He uh was like freaking out and had to uh had to, like he's like uh yeah, I, I got tickets. I got tickets, you know. I'm like, "Okay, well, can I have one?" And anyways, long story. I didn't have any money on him. He's just like, "Fine here, just take it." And then like walked away. So I got free tickets to the Los Compasino show kind of gives you a sense of what these shows are like go in. And it's uh it was a great time. Um, very lyrics focused, high, high energy, especially for, I think the age group that was there, it was like a punk concert, um, a lot of energy, almost mosh pitting t- style. Um, but after that, I just, re- and the place was packed. So after that, you just have to respect, um, for, you know, the energy and the excitement that all these fans had for them. Um, this was no joke. And I also heard that they had been around for a long time. And, uh, once again, yeah, I think I mentioned them too because I do know you like lyrics a little bit more than I do. But yeah, this is a, this is a great band to, to know about.
0: That's cool. I didn't realize you'd seen them live and, and it felt like they had sort of a devoted following that was very excited to be there.
1: Absolutely. I would say 25% of the people there, I felt like this was their favorite band.
0: That's so funny because I, I, and maybe by way of introduction, we can listen to a clip of a song in just a minute. But I I read that they basically self-funded this album by making these soccer jerseys that I think they made like a thousand of (laughs) them. Of course they do. And it said something like doomed across them and they sold enough of those to fund this album because these guys, uh, it's been a revolving number of people in this band with kind of a a few mainstays and it's Gareth David is the lead singer and like principal songwriter who's kind of, I think, basically probably what you think of when you think of Los Campesinos because it's his voice and his lyrics. But... um, They they have other jobs like they they he like I think he like writes he does promotional work for some soccer team or something like that like (laughs) they're they're working they're working people in England who the band is like a hobby but then they toured few months ago and came and sold out a bunch of US venues so they're in this weird economic space in music too where they they're successful and they have like a rabid fan base of I don't know 100,000 people or something. But they're not a mainstream band, so I, I, don't, I don't think I would have heard of them if you hadn't suggested them to me. And I'm infinitely grateful that you did, like, like I am with so much other music that you've brought to my attention. <laughs> um, let's, so there's one song that I think... The, the, the trademarks of this band are... I mean, one, they have a glockenspiel, so that's a little <laughs> bizarre. You'll hear the glockenspiel. They do a lot of sing-along choruses. They sing a lot about super specific references to soccer... Uh, a lot about beer, a lot of self-deprecation, a lot of like drinking, hangovers, like tripping around Europe, and and following soccer teams or recording albums. Um, and I think one of their one of their well-known songs is from two studio albums ago, a 2011 studio album called Hello Sadness, and it's the opening track from that album. And this song is called By Your Hand, and you'll hear the Glockenspiel right from the start and then it begins with this kind of sing-along chorus and right away I think if you've never heard this band you'll have a sense of whether you're out right away or whether they might be for you so let's listen to a little bit of By Your Hands
2: Of my face reflected in the windscreen pane, throwing insults and calling names. Filthy SMS's that you send through the day by sundown become tame. So I set it in motion again.
0: sort of classic most campesinos there sing-along chorus like these sort of spat out vocals uh this hook up in the second second verse of the song that you think is going to end in sex and instead there's the line that like and here's the crux she vomits down my rental tux which (laughs) i don't know i i find them kind of charming and so hyper specific and weird and goofy and self-deprecating that i'm over. what do you think? Is it like these, this has sort of these trademark Los Campesinos pieces?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. There's this high energy feel. There's these really witty lyrics that, once you hook into them and you go, up, oh, once you actually listen to them, are great. Um, yeah, they're great. They're great. I, I think this is why I recommend them to you. I do think they're a little more lyrics focused than, than, uh, than the stuff I like. But yeah, I, I like them. And I like this song specifically as well.
0: Yeah, there's a way that this band, like their lyrics are so dense, like they're in the same way they show like the Simpsons or 30 Rock is sort of like joke dense, and you have to watch it multiple times to even catch all the jokes they pack in. I feel almost the same way about the lyrics in this band is like, every like you'll certain lines will stick out and you'll catch one pun. And then I I was I'd listen to lyrics somewhat closely, but in preparation to talk about them, I was reading some of them and they're just like. So much going on in a lot of their songs. It's not. It's not narrative. It's not. They're not stories. But it's just a lot of wordplay and a lot of little sketch scenes that seem like stanzas of poems. Um, that I really did enjoy, kind of diving in. And it's also kind of fun because these are not American references. They're singing about soccer. They're singing about cities and bus lines. And so there's a kind of foreignness. That's these hyper specific references that are not known to you, but you you get that they're really specific. And there's something fun about that.
1: Yeah, it's also interesting because we talked about chill music last week, and I think one of your maybe uh, annoyances with it was that it was such active listening on the musical side of things. Well, I feel like this is almost a yin to that yang, where you have to be actively listening to the lyrics yeah. to really get the value out of it. If you're not listening to the lyrics, I think Los Campesinos is not going to work for you long term. You're going to miss kind of the the golden gem that is this is this band.
0: No, I think that's absolutely true. I mean, he doesn't have a particularly good voice. There's a there's definitely like a, 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 a songwriting style that they fall into, these sing along choruses, the kind of angry, hurried feel to the songs that they're they they run together. Like what separates them is the storytelling and the lyrics and the in the strangeness and goofiness of the band. And I, I, I listened to an interview with this guy um, on a podcast that and one, he doesn't seem to take his songwriting that seriously, which I thought was funny. Like he writes all the songs like a couple weeks before they record. He thinks of his first love in life as soccer. Like and music was something he kind of came to in college when I think they all went to college in Wales and met there and started a band when they were like in their early twenties. So he's, he, doesn't seem to think of himself as an artist or a writer or a poet like he just kind of dashes these songs off and that that made me like them even more Um, but he did say that he likes to put himself as kind of the idiot in the songs like he's the asshole he's the drunk he's the hungover one and i know we were talking about this and how their music is somewhat different than the emo stuff we listened to in the early 2000s, where the lyrics were usually angry and the anger was directed towards someone else, almost always a woman who had broken your heart or broken up with you, like Jimmy World and Saves the Day and Say Anything and Taking Back Sunday, that I do find when I listen to some of those bands now, it's hard not to cringe at what feels like misogynistic like women hating lyrics saves the day being the worst where there's a lot of like like (laughs) imagination of of violence that i it's it just i don't i don't know it hasn't aged well and it's much easier to make yourself the butt of the joke which los Campesinos seems to do like i'm the one who fucked up like it's it's a it it it, it, it ages better i think in terms of like i don't i don't think i'd cringe hearing this stuff and be like wow how did i how did i listen to that so much
1: yeah, I agree with you on both those points. Both that emo post-hardcore has aged pretty poorly. Uh, listening that those songs today are just the same thing for me. For me, Just uh, don't seem to connect as much. Uh, but also that Los Campesinos seems to be ageless in that sense. I mean, this recent album they put out, it has a lot of qualities of post-hardcore. It has a lot of qualities of punk and indie but it, and those, and those styles are kind of out of vogue right now, but when you listen to this album, it feels very fresh and exciting, and it has, still has the energy, and so the question is why, and I think you make a really great point there.
0: What, if, if, in terms of the new album, you have, like, do you like it, or is there a song you'd highlight from six scenes? Like, I, I really like it. I, I don't have a deep history with this band, so it's kind of easy to have a space for, oh, like this might be my favorite album by them because I'm not super attached to their back catalog. Um, I really like Hello Sadness, but I I like this album. Is there a song that you'd pull out or any general thoughts about their latest release?
1: Yeah, so the the issue I struggle with with Los Campesinos generally is that the lyrics usually are not enough for me to keep coming back to a band. Just the way I work with music is the lyrics are just normally not the touching point that keeps me coming back. So on this uh, album, I think that's going to be a problem going forward. But with that being said, the lyrics are really great. And I think the number one song for me is Flux Lock Five, Flux Lock, the five, <laughs> Flux Lock Say that five times fast. Uh, yeah. It's just a great chorus. It's got this really witty moment that I think anyone can relate to about how, you know, someone from another team who's lost um, is trying to say that, you know, had they won, they would have won which with more grace or, or um class and you're just like yeah please and i think there's a lot of those little moments that you can really relate to in all of those campesino songs that really um help you come back to it and and make you really appreciate the music
0: yeah let's listen let's listen to a bit of that i love that track too i think i think that's one of the singles from this album which i don't even know what that means anymore to say that this is a single but (laughs) yeah this is five flux loxacillin which is some kind of antibiotic i think here we go Song. I mean the lyrics are so weird a peloton of oaps which i think means older aged people i think <laughs> cycling up behind me shouting step up your places paces we've got places to be a pile on of oaps crashing in my slipstream i turned shut up your faces i'm not your domestique and i guess i this maybe you know this you're you're more of a cyclist but domestique is like the leader in a pack of cyclists the one who like breaks the wind right like i i think that's I, I what it means that. that's probably about right you're yeah, yeah so it's something about like being angry at older people who want you to live your life differently it just but i i kind of don't even care like when you have the words peloton and slipstream and domestique all in your chorus like hats <laughs> off right there and there's i'm am i a piggy bank of obsolete currency like what that's just a that's a great that's a great line like it's clever it packs a lot in like there's kind of a joke in there like it's not all that self-serious like yeah, like you can hear it a couple times and laugh at it and then maybe you get tired of the song, but I I just appreciate the weird wordplay and the eccentricity of this band.
1: Yeah, so um I mean, we've talked a little bit about the back catalog, but um is there any uh song on this album that really strikes out to you, Greg?
0: Um, I really like this album. I, there's, I think there's a couple more like mid tempo, sort of low tempo songs where they seem to be trying something a little different. Um, those actually weren't the songs that landed the most for me, but there is, there's a song, I think it's called, um, hello home. Is that what it's called? Or the fall of home. That's like a much kind of more stripped down, uh, slower song. It seems to be about kind of I don't know, Brexit and sort of economic fallout in the UK that I I appreciated that it was a different tone, but I think the song that I like the most from this album is probably the most like classic Los Campesinos one, which is I broke up in Amaranti. In Amaranti, I again, like, I learned all of this in the last few days through an interview with this guy and reading a little bit, but like is a Portuguese city where they recorded this album but was the was the euro cup in 2016 also played in, in portugal is that right
1: hmm, i'm not sure I, yeah,
0: they, or maybe i the, wish
1: i knew this too you realize how little you know after <laughs> to this album? yeah uh, I've, about i i don't culture.
0: for sure and, and european soccer in particular but like this is just i love the sing-along chorus there's a moment in the chorus of this song um and the chorus is this like this kind of shouted back and forth like uh, it seems unfair and then there'll be a refrain of like what seems unfair, but there's a moment where the lead singer says like, I'm not sure I can do this. And then the whole band kicks in, like it's in one of the last choruses and the whole band kicks in and sings along with him that it's hard to tell if it's an impromptu moment. I-, I imagine it's planned, but like just this idea where it's a song about kind of depression and over drinking and watching too much soccer and being depressed that England is not gotten far enough in yet another um <laughs> international tournament <laughs> and he's like losing steam so he asked the band to kind of like pick him up and sing the chorus with him and I'm just a sucker for that it seems unfair <laughs> to be a rock on the place
2: he seems unfair
0: It's there's some like the, there's sort of these depressing lyrics, but this ends up they feel like kind of like a poppy feel good band, like, um, and there's a real sing along quality to almost all these choruses, even when <laughs> it's not too often that you're singing along with like eight syllable words that are antibiotics. And <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, I just I I like that they've carved out a weird niche for themselves and this new album seems to lean right into like the, the title of the first song is some stock soccer stadium in Portugal, Renato del Aria. That's not a different Portugal reference, a different soccer reference. Um, yeah, I, I can see why people might find all of that off putting if you don't get any of those references, but I don't get the references and I still find it endearing.
1: Well, I think the really interesting thing about a lot of their music is, um, they do have this high energy. I mean, I think the biggest concern I have is that their energy is too high. And after four or five songs, you're just, I need something else. I need a break. But when you look at the lyrics, it's kind of dark. And I think it's a really interesting combination where you have these slightly dark lyrics. They're not too dark, but then the energy just blows you away. So I think that seems to be a piece of their success is that they have the lyrics that are deep, but funny and relatable. And they just have this, you know, this sound quality that's just, you know, going 100 miles per hour
0: yeah i mean i don't know how well you remember the night that you saw them live after getting the tickets from the guy on meth or whatever it was but like (laughs) i i can imagine it was a yeah just a really high energy show like are they just did they sound good or they tuneful or was it kind of messy on stage but just a lot of good energy in the in the venue i thought
1: they sounded great again though it sounded like a you know punk band where people are running around and jumping and a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, a lot of smiles on people's faces. Um, so, I mean, they pull it off great. I, I'm surprised when you told me that they were not full-time musicians. I was really surprised with that after I saw them, I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, we've not been talking really about the sonic qualities of this. I have I have no idea how well these guys play their instruments. And it's, it's, a, it's a co-ed band. There's definitely some females that, I think it's been a lot of revolving members, but you'll hear females in the backing vocals, and there's been um always a few women in the band as well but i don't know if they're that good at their instruments they seem fine i think the drums drive a lot of the songs it's like drums and vocals like and then the glockenspiel coming in but <laughs> their musicianship seems solid I don't, I don't think it's what distinguishes them as a, as a band that i really like listening to
1: yeah so what would stop so so this is what i always wonder: is you know we talked so much about this band but what would stop us from listening to this going forward
0: Uh, I wonder if it's like a band you age out of like maybe 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 I should have aged out of them already but they're just (laughs) so funny and they're charming and I don't know I think they're probably about the same age as us like early 30s is my sense and they're they're not going to deliver something that's gonna I, I I feel like they are what they are they sing about beer and soccer and figuring things out and making bad decisions and feeling like you've screwed up a relationship and i can see that getting tiresome but i i also always have a soft spot for kind of sing-alongable high energy slightly angry music like maybe that's because that's the stuff i (laughs) first first loved when i was learning to love music but and then you have a band that does it in a hyper literate way that's kind of joking about the whole thing a little bit i mean i think they take it seriously i think they love what they're doing but they're the emotions are more fun than like, I, I don't know. I find them also just a fun distraction. Like this is a fun album to have come out in the midst of a snowstorm and cold winter and the (laughs) chaos of our country. Like it's a, it's a nice distracting. This is like my pop album. Um, and that, I I don't know. I I would keep listening to their albums if they put one out every three years. Like, are you, are you kind of feel like you have enough Los Campesinos to fill your life or would you keep following? Uh,
1: uh, see, I don't know, I, I really like this album. Um, there's a few songs that we talked about that are great, but this is probably the third or fourth time that I've told myself internally that I have to, why do I not listen more to Los Campesinos or this kind of music, and for some reason it doesn't click. I'm always wondering why, so that's kind of why I asked you, but uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, this, the energy is, is so intoxicating and, and fun. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, it's a great question.
0: I, I mean, maybe we can we can move to our song of the week in a minute. But I, we used to love the comedian Mitch Hedberg before he 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 died tragically and i still love him but he had that joke about pancakes i forget the exact punchline but about <laughs> about like yeah, starting exactly starting a stack of pancakes and you're always sick of them in the middle like the excitement of like a stack of pancakes and halfway through like you're full and you've got syrup all over like there's a little bit of that to los Campesinos. like for the first, first three songs like <laughs> they're hard charging but by the end of the album you just can't keep up with them
1: this is, yeah, Los Campesinos is musical pancakes. Man. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> and that first bite, you're like, heck yeah. And then a few bites later, you're just like, what happened? Yeah, when you left that... I, I, I still like them. Though. They're not that
0: bad. When you left that concert, just drenched in sweat and having like weird soccer jerseys all over you like those. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you were out. Uh, no, but they're totally charming. I, I defy anyone not to at least... Appreciate the weird specificity of this band um, yes.
1: yeah, absolutely they're definitely worth listening to a few times absolutely
0: yeah I totally agree well um, what's your song of the week we can, we can get out of the Los Campesinos weeds here but do check them out
1: yeah I feel bad after going from the high energy fun exciting Los Campesinos we go to a uh, kind of dark uh, weird band um, this is uh, my song of the week is Stay For Real a song by the band Young Galaxy uh, Young Galaxy is a Canadian indie pop band started in two thousand six. Uh, it, it looks like their older stuff was okay, uh, but they really picked up steam in twenty thirteen with the release of the album Ultramarine. On that album, they had a few hit singles: uh, Pretty Boy, Hard to Tell, and New Summer. Both all three of those songs singles are just great. They're just awesome songs. I love them. Uh, they kind of hit did a miss in twenty fifteen with their album Falsework. It's pretty good. It's very weird. Uh, I would say that's kind of the thing you take away from it. It reminds me a little bit of architecture in Helsinki, where some of their songs are just so strange you just can't hold on. Um, but yeah, so this song "Stay for Real" I think is a really a coming out party for this band. I mean, it feels like they really hit their stride. It's exactly what when you listen to their older stuff you say, "Wow, this band has some of some qualities, some potential, but can they make it work?" And this this song for me personally is everything's right in place. So, um, yeah, generally speaking there's a heavier electronics field than the older stuff. The lead singer's lyrics, she has this, uh, way of kind of lingering in certain portions of the song and going up and down that really, um, build this strange vibe. It's kind of this strange, dark vibe that kind of builds up throughout the song. Um, a really key point here compared to a lot of other electronic songs that try to pull this off is they also have the lyrics. You can tell that this is a real band. They have the lyrics. Um, I'm still trying to parse out what the lyrics mean. I really like the fact that they're very vague and you can kind of fill in the, the details with whatever you want. So it becomes kind of your song, becomes your story. I Really enjoy that. There's this really nice buildup at the end of the song that really takes you away. You can get lost in it. Personally, I think this is one of the best songs I've heard in the last few months. I really enjoy it. This is Stay For Real by Young Galaxy.
2: In the brain, in the engine room, the game is around, I got fires to put out. In the rain, on an eastbound train, rushing towards some kind of future.
0: Craig, uh, what's your song of the week? Awesome. Thanks, Andrew. That sounds really good. Um, Well, once again, I have to uh, give Andrew credit because I maybe would have heard of this if it weren't for Andrew, but I first heard of it through Andrew. And my song of the week is the song There Will Be Time. I'm not sure what to call this band because I guess it's it's a Mumford & Sons song, but it's this collaboration, this EP they put out where it includes... Baba Mall, a Senegalese uh, singer, and Beatenberg, just an amazing South African band that I cannot wait for them to put out more music. And then another band called The Very Best that I'm I'm not all that familiar with. Um, do you know Do you know The Very Best, Andrew? I've heard of The Very Best. I don't know their stuff, but I've heard of them. And I'm not sure who like how to parse credit because there's this five song EP, and they're each sort of involved differently in the different songs. Um, but there will be time was I think kind of the single from this. And this is mostly a, a duet between Mumford and Sons and Baba Amal. And it is just beautiful. Um, the, it, Baba Amal's voice is incredible. It's a song about, uh, seems to be about faith and sin and, and religion and these trading vocals in different languages and the way these voices play off one another. And it's, it's just very immersive. It, it's a, it's, I mean, world music is kind of a weird term, but it's hard not to be swept up in the different sounds and the kind of blend of musical styles that are coming together in the song. Um, and it's gorgeous. So this is There Will Be Time, Bob Mall, Mumford and Sons, and maybe there's some Beatonburg and the very best in here.
2: me, Alan. And what do eat them? I'm telling When you me do do cold, light I live to love and adore you. It's all that I it's all that I have On the cold light I live I only live for you It's all that I am It's all that I have Mmm, am me eat? What do me eat? them? What so again,
0: is, thank Quite thank for, for making me aware that that song existed.
1: Yeah, in terms of Beatenberg, if uh, a listener has not heard of Beatenberg, definitely check them out. I think they're one of the best bands in the last two three years we've listened to for sure. If you like Vampire Weekend, you're gonna love Beatenberg. That's for sure.
0: Absolutely, I I I, I love every song on. They only have one album, and it is like I nearly perfect. And I like cannot wait for them to put out more music. And and they're they're also kind of a weirdly super literate band in a, in a different way than los campesinos a less wordy way but their lyrics are funny and kind of smart um one los campesinos lyric i didn't mention but it's just the the line that you can lead a horse to water but it won't drown itself is that one that you remember hearing just i
1: don't but i mean you look at that lyric and you say that has to be an emo. Lyric. <laughs> it's... like that is such an emo thing to say and it's but, so um,
0: it's kind of stupid but it's i still admire the strange clever construction <laughs> um and i can see the moment where somebody writes that and is like oh that's great i got it that's that's clever um yeah yeah but los campesinos interesting band, Um, maybe you'll overdose on them on a few songs, but um, they're really fun, they're definitely fun. And I don't know what we'll be talking about in in the next week, but plenty of good stuff coming out, a lot of good music coming out right now, and a lot of genres that Andrew can teach me more about. So, do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap it up for today, Andrew?
1: I don't think so, yeah. Check out the new Los Campesinos album. It came out in February, and uh, it's definitely worth a listen.
0: Yeah, maybe you can get one of their uh, limited edition soccer jerseys and fund their next oh, album yeah. let's do that <laughs> awesome thanks very much check out these tracks they'll be up on the have you heard this spotify playlist and we'll talk to you soon now
2: it's me and my cigarette and alcohol